Okay, here we go. The Panda Magazine. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Magazine. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last Go. <laughs> Once again, I am amazed at the level of blithering idiocy that issues from your pie hole. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. Just out of curiosity, which which is the pie hole? <laughs> I have several. We all do. Several holes. There's the ear hole, yeah. nostril holes, mouth, mm-hmm. anus, and a little teeny hole in the end of your Twinkie. <laughs> That's it. That's not mm. the pie hole, though. No. <laughs> that would be, be a little tiny little pie, um, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be great if you could blow bubbles out of it, though? You, you can't do that? I think that would hurt. Tiny <laughs> bubbles. Get Don Ho on the phone. See if he's... Oh, he's dead. Oh, man. Oh, he was my favorite hoe. Does it whistle when you pee? He was your favorite hoe. <laughs> whistle when you pee. I was pee. watching The Simpsons last night. And Marge was working in her garden, and there were tools laying there. And one of the tools had a label on it. It said, Dirty Hoe. <laughs> and they just, you know, they go right by it real fast. You have to really be careful and look for it. Simpsons still, to this day, gets a... Sh- Against a chuckle out of me. <laughs> Welcome to the 203rd episode Ooh. of Planet Mikey Podcast. Copyright Pelham Island Studios, 2000, and what is the year? 22. Bill Smith is here. Bill Smith's so likable that even Kirk Minahan can't say anything <laughs> bad about him. Hey. Just really saying something. My best you know, friend. Ba- yeah. ba- you, ba- Kirk Minahan shits on everybody. He hates everybody. No. He doesn't hate you. Kirk and I, uh, we, we have a, an understanding. An agreement? Yeah, yeah. He knows that if he said something shitty about you, he, everybody everybody would hate him because they know better. Because <laughs> Smith is one of these, Bill Smith is one of these top five guys that you'll ever meet in your life. <laughs> Until you actually get to know him. Ben Kitchen, on the other hand, to my left. No one likes me. Stopped his uh, recent high-paying job, the gig that he had, as the poster boy for Peroni's disease. Mm-hmm. You see their commercials? Yes. A bent <laughs> carrot. They show, they show a bent carrot, and then they talk about how your unit can get can get damaged from I don't know. How do you damage your unit to the point where it bends? Well, and someone says get bent. Is that what they're sometimes saying? Sometimes when you pull out real quick and try and get back in there, yeah. get back in the game. Oh, that'll break. Oh it. yeah, you hit the wall. Yeah, you hit the perineum. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Taint funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. I was just trying to get it back. I was, yeah, but you hurt me. Oh. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I don't. The views and opinions of Mike anyway, Adams do ben, not necessarily ben, reflect those of ah, the rest of the They don't reflect crew. anybody's opinions because that's the way I like it. Uh, so he, Ben Kitchen's going to change his air name. You know, he's got the radio yes. show. Yeah. Ben Kitchen to Ben Johnson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we are brought to you by Leonard Hare. But the T is actually a part of the last name. It's still to, Ben. To Johnson. But it's to Johnson. Yeah, Ben to Johnson. <laughs> uh, we are brought to you by Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the greatest in the pop that you could ever find in the industry. If you're balding and need help, call them, 1-800-GET-HAIR. Tell them Mikey sent you. I've done that with hundreds of people. I, I see people walking down the street. I go, I bet you, I bet you that guy called 1-800-GET-HAIR on my say-so. And look at that hair the guy's mm. got. It's beautiful. Mm. Or go to hairdr.com and get a free consultation. It's free. They'll tell you what they can do for you and your balding situation. 
and they'll be honest about it, and they'll they'll fix it. Do they have like uh, pictures with virtual hairdos on them? Hairstyles? Yes. So you go in bald and they, you can say, well, th- let me see what that looks like. No, they make you play a game of guess who and you just flip down the ones you right. don't like and you're like, no, I would like the Carl, please. Did you, <laughs> did you, give me the Desmond. I, I, I used to, remember that game Changeable Charlie where you could rotate the, <laughs> yeah. the, the bot and make the guy look different, you know, different eyes, different nose, different, fa- different hair? That's what that reminded me of. I'd want the Edgar Buchanan uh, haircut. Man, Kate, you know, we all, 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 I got some hair on my ass. Um, what was I going to say? <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nobody I was knows. in this play, Oklahoma, when I was in high school, and I had long hair. It was 1972. You know, I was a senior in high school. I had hair down on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't about to cut my hair to be in some play. And I played the part of Curly, the lead role in Oklahoma. Oh. So I had long hair. I said, well, just call me Curly because my hair's long. Nope, nope. The musical director, Miss White, Martha White, yes. said, no, we can't have the lead in the play have long hair like that. You have to get a we have to get you a wig. Oh. I said, "What?" She went out and bought with school money a wig that she wanted a short-haired wig make me, make me look more like uh, you know, Gordon McRae, I guess, I don't know. And I had to wear it during the play. It was terrible. And I had a beautiful head of hair. But long, you, you also sang though, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I sang every song that Curly had to sing, which he's in every single scene of every act. And I had to, I have five songs I had to sing. Yeah. Poor Judd is Dead. Remember that one? No. <laughs> you, you don't remember that? No. Let me hear it. Poor Judd is dead. Poor Judd Fry is dead. He's looking oh so peaceful and serene. He had a heart of gold and he wasn't very old. Oh, why did just a, such a feller have to die? Oh. I sang people will say, well, people will say we're in love. Oklahoma. Uh, Surrey with the fringe on top. I had so many songs in that thing, and here I was with my wig. People looking at me going, you look, look like an asshole. Who's that singer? With the asshole wig on. That was 50 years ago. Well, but, you know, if you'd gone to Dr. Leonard then. Well, I didn't need him then. Yes. I didn't need him until like 2002. <laughs> yeah, but you could have banked some of those follicles. <laughs> they Saved didn't them. have that then. Dr. They do Leonard, now, though. May I have the Gordon McRae haircut, please? <laughs> yeah. And I want to be able to take it off and put it in a box and bring it out whenever I need it. Anyway, so that's our sponsor, Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, uh, Dr. Matthew Lepresti, and, uh, of course, the, the great one, Dr. Robert Leonard, who tours the country telling everybody else the right way to do it to make your hair look perfect. And it's your own hair. All right, enough about that for now because i got other things. You ready? What you got? We're also sponsored by my grandma's coffee cake. Uh, yeah. This is exciting and delicious. Uh that's it's too late to get one for Thanksgiving, but every single year at Thanksgiving, that's what I get the the pumpkin spice one. But it makes a great Christmas gift. So what's the what's the number one eight hundred eight grandma? That's it. Okay. In a related story, the crypto guy news. Oh, well, sort of. I mean, it's, I don't know. And now the news with Mike Adams. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> with announcer Bob Nesman. Uh, the crypto guy really creeps me out. You know why? SBF? Yes. Stupid, badass fucker. Oh. He's a, I, SBF sucks. He, he went out uh, and did this thing, you know, and, and basically Bernie Madoffed yep. everybody in the world of crypto. Yeah. He got, he got celebrities involved. We know about Tom Brady, all those guys. Oh, they were involved in promoting 
this company, which was a basically a Ponzi scheme. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it looked like a sure thing. It looked great, didn't Idiots. it? And you know what? And Idiots. Guess, guess who was on board with it? The Democrats, in a big way. Ooh. And what, he, the guy made, took all this non-money that he wasn't his, it was fake, didn't exist, donated it to the to the uh, Democrats and their and their reelection campaigns. All these people across the country, a lot of different races, he contributed money to. A lot of it. $40 million worth. They were trying to cover their bases, too, because I think the number two at the con- at the company was donating a lot of money to Republican causes because they were trying to cover their base and befriend anyone in- that was going to make them their lives a little bit easier in you this know, shady shit world. Forty yeah. million of it went to Democrats. I, I think it was 80 percent, 80, 90 percent of it. But, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, yeah, I think it was only like 10 or 12 went to Republicans, much less. Right. Which is the same thing they do with the votes. They put them in, okay, this box over here, we gotta, we're going to put these over here. Let's put these votes over here. Oh, did we, did we lose those? Oh, what happened? They're gone? Oh, those must have been the Republican votes. <laughs> anyway, this, this uh, crypto guy, he's got pictures of you know, there's pictures of him on stage at events with Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. Tony Blair. Everybody's friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, big money. And, and he's hiding now in the Bahamas, right? Yeah. They got to go down there, get him, bring him back. Pull out all of his hairs one at a time, <laughs> and then whack him. Give him paper cuts on his peepee because he deserves. Is there anything worse than a paper cut? No, no, man. no. It's brutal. <laughs> I mean, you get one little paper cut on your finger. It bothers you the whole day, mm. and really in an irritating fashion. And then if it doesn't go away completely in a day or two, and it comes back, or you re- reinvigorate that, <laughs> it's the worst feeling in the world. What's that? Teletype. It's chilly outside, and the <laughs> news Club is coming 39. in. That's all right. <laughs> we, we, like the, we like the heat. We like the heat. Um, so we are getting totally <laughs> screwed. <laughs> Don't blow up. You know, we'd like to do this pro, this uh, podcast right next to the heater. Yeah, but you know what? It, here's what happens in the winter. I will shut it off because, well, you don't want to hear the thing cranking in the background when you're using the microphone. Or if there's a band in here. So yeah, I shut you know, it a off. lot of bands that come in here. Well, I'll shut it off, and uh, then everybody leaves. I go upstairs, then I go to bed, and at 3 o'clock in the morning, yeah. it's 17 degrees outside, That's and it's just, like, oh, shit. Oh. Come down two flights of stairs and turn it on. Yeah. Uh, why it was so cold in my room, my nipples fell off. <laughs> they hit the floor. Um, didn't, yeah, you've had a lot of bands in here, famous bands. Didn't you have the Lemon Pipers in here? Didn't they record Green Tambourine in this studio? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Didn't they? That's a big hit. That's the rumor. That's what they... It's a uh, huge hit on. in 68. Uh, so anyway, the crypto guy... So I think... Here's my prediction on this, and I don't want any harm to come to the young man because he's a good-looking guy, very charming. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think that when he comes... If they do bring him back to the United States, I think someone's going to kill him. I do. Because people have killed people for a lot less than $40, million, oh, or 40 billion. That's dollars, why he's right. hiding out, I think. I'm going to just take a moment to blow my nose on camera here. What gets me is... <laughs> Oh, gross. What's wrong with that? So gross. The criminal mind, you know. What's wrong with that? It's just <laughs> so snot. Gross. It's just snot. But you've all had it. You've had snot. I have some right now. You're looking at me like, no, I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was trying to work out a joke in my head with snot. And then it's I not just... funny. Yeah. It just... That! Yeah. Um, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> they did it. They did it. Oh, now I'm not going to I was going to go to a long-winded 
The thing about long jokes, yes, they're never worth it. No, not usually. They really aren't, unless Norm tells it or Dave Chappelle. So, so many long jokes have gone right down the shitter because they're too long. People's attention span is. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what were we talking about? Dwindling. So I hate the guy from the crypto. What's his name? SBF. Sam Bankman-Fried. Oh, yep. fuck him. And I don't even – I didn't lose any money on it or anything. People kept saying, oh, crypto, crypto, Bitcoin. Kept telling me, you know, to me it was Monopoly money. It's, yep. play, it's fake. He saw the grift and he went for it and he pulled it off Ugh. until he couldn't. It's so fake. It's only slightly realer than NFTs, which is the biggest scam. Which isn't – I'm not even sure it's even that re- much realer than anything. I mean, it's, it's a totally imaginary commodity. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I could just say to guys, you know, here, I'm going to give you this pixie dust. This this is the best pixie dust made and it's worth $1000 a gram. <laughs> oh, sorry. You owe me $1000. How do you feel? Do you take crypto? You feel like Tinkerbell? Cuz you'd sure dress like her. <laughs> All right, now. The Idaho killer. Thoughts? <gasps> the Idaho killer. Do we do we know who he is? I know who, bet. Is it even a he? Is there more than one? Well, the news that I got was he has already had a lot of trouble with the police. He's involved in a standoff a while back. And I think uh, there was some possession of a gun. I'm not sure. But the DA didn't prosecute. So they know this guy's a, a nut. Is that the Colorado Did shooter? They, or are these, these two yeah, different things? There's two different things, yes. Yeah. Oh. There's the Colorado gay bar. Uh, L, L, I'm sorry. LGBTQ plus LSMFT. Yeah. Uh, plus, killer. Now, and that guy got they got they got him because that guy they wrestled him, him to the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that ex army guy, whatever, that took him great. down. Yep. So all I know about the Idaho killer is this freak uh, killed and skinned their dog, and then killed the, this couple. Did they, did they know he was the dog skinner as oh, well I, as the killer? I didn't hear about this one. Oh, yeah, they I, found I saw it. that, and I was like, nope, yeah. scroll, scroll, scroll. I don't want to read this shit. Oh, right, right. God. It's you know, it's a wiener. He was a wiener schnauzer. He was skin, skinless wiener schnauzer. Hey, who skins a dog? First of all, who kills a dog? And then if you get to the point where you've killed a dog, who skins it? You know, Is that Jer- buddy? Jeremiah Johnson. Anyway, that, no. So the 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 Idaho <laughs> <Johnson>. killer. <laughs> What's eating? Rabbit. <laughs> Will Gear. By the way, I watched an old, old movie from the 40s, and Will Gear was in it. He played a train conductor, and he was a young Will Gear, but he still sounded the same. Yep. Yeah, train's about to leave. Same voice. It was 40 years earlier than, than Jeremiah Johnson. I don't know. Anyway, uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> how, oh, yeah. how different does your voice sound from when you started? Oh, God. When I was, I, I'm not, Do you have any example, tapes, uh, like 1975 no, of Mikey? No, but when I was a baby, I was like, Hi, how are you? <laughs> Hi, Daddy. Hi, Mommy. I don't believe it. That's how I, I talk. You came out and we're like, wah, wah. I need a cigarette. <laughs> what the fuck's this? <laughs> what is this? Who's shit? spanking me? How long are you gonna keep this diaper wet over here? Oh, anyway, um, so the Idaho guy yeah. he killed the four college and th- three beautiful girls and, and a guy. Right? Is that is that what it was? Cu- an older couple that he killed. Man, oh man, they got to get that guy and they got to see. I have a theory on criminals. The only way to deter criminality is to know that there's consequences. Now, nowadays, you can do almost anything and be out of jail anyway, mm-hmm. depending on where you live. Yeah. You can murder somebody and say, oh, I'm on appeal, you know, innocent, you're proven guilty. Yeah, but you, we found you with the knife in your hand and the blood dripping for you. No, it doesn't matter. They let them out. But more beyond that, they go to prison and then they get out. Mm-hmm. 
after how many years? I don't know. They got, if you kill somebody and you're definitely or you admit it or you you know you're convicted and there's no question, kill that person. Why are prisons called houses of correction? They correct nothing. <laughs> they make it worse. They make it worse. The recidivism rate is very very high. Say that again. Recidivism, <laughs> and you you have to have a death penalty. The ultimate. And by the way. Never mind this 10, 15-year waiting period while they appeal, 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 and they know you did it because you told everybody you did it, and they have the proof. Kill that person. That way we don't have to feed them or monitor them. Just kill them. I'm, yes, I'm, I'm for the death penalty, especially in a case like that. Especially if somebody kills a kid, you know, just kill him, okay? Get him, put him out of his misery because he's obviously an asshole and a freak and a scumbag, right? Might do it again. See, if I were president... Judge Mike has spoken. If I were, if, if I was a rich man. How dead long I did with them. All right, I, I'm going to move on to another topic now. You're listening to the Planet Mikey podcast. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, I, I'm really sick and tired of people caring about the political correct aspects of what they say. I'm done with that shit. I don't care. I'm going to be like Dave Chappelle, only, you know, less rich and whiter. And I'm going to say whatever I want, and I'm going to feel good about it. Okay. Okay? So I'm starting right now. Okay. Okay? The pendulum's about to start swinging back that way anyway. Oh. People are sick of this shit. So the gay bar in in Colorado was a thing where, you know, the guy... They think it's a hate crime because the guy clearly had something out for you know trans people and whatever they all the people are hanging out there. Yeah, LGBTQ plus crowd. But why would you pick Colorado Springs? Isn't that where Joe Kenda? Have you ever watched Joe Kenda? The uh, oh the, uh, yeah. the police the cop that that the catches cop. murderers. Yep, that's where he's headquartered. I don't know if I would pick that particular city if I was going to become a mass murderer. Well, the guy's obviously a nut, the guy that did it. And I also heard a story about uh, when people when he started shooting, everybody ran except one guy ran toward the, the shooter. Yeah. And that's who subdued him. Yeah, right. That takes balls. It does. Jesus. And, then he, and he, did, he served four, four terms in the Army. Uh, uh, he went to Iraq twice. Yeah. What was he? Deployed four times, I guess. Or volunteered to do it. I don't. Is there a difference between deployment and volunteering? Well, no. Deployment's just the act of sending you yeah. over there to okay. whatever the base or whatever the fuck oh, might be. Like they used to in school, they would deploy me to the corner. <laughs> yes. You know, and you would stand be deployed. Yep. facing the wall. That's right. How many terms? Sit on that stool with a dunce cap. They actually had that in my school. The dunce cap? The dunce cap, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, it's I, now the Mikey Adams Memorial Dunce Cap. <laughs> it's just, it's, uh... I took the end off and I used it as a megaphone. Hey, shut up, teacher! No, but I had a really bad time in school. I really did. I was in trouble all the time, and I have turned around my life with the with the help of uh, drugs and uh, religion and parental guidance. Yeah, and. Uh, I, I'm a completely. Res- uh, so you were. I, your- I am. Res- I'm totally like the the guys in prison. They can't be uh, rehabilitated. Habilitated. I am. Hmm. I'm totally rehabilitated. <laughs> I don't even do drugs anymore, except cocaine and LSD. A little bit of weed. I used to do drugs. <laughs> I still do, but I used to as well. <laughs> right. That's what that's what Bill Lee said when they asked him about. Uh, you know, uh, 
If you experience, you know, what do you think of the the drug problem? He's, <laughs> I don't think there's a drug problem. He, he said, oh, they said you ex- experiment with drugs. He said, I never experimented with them. I I got high with them. He said, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't sit there go, hmm, my body temperature has gone up 0.4 degrees and I'm feeling a little. No, he said, I just smoked them. You know, um, I have another story here. Uh, in fact, I have a bunch of stories. Yes, you, you guys have any stories? I have a story. What's your story? I have a, actually. What's the story, Morning Glory? I've been reading about it's a good what, album. Some people, and in fact, a, a good number of people that I got the um, the COVID shot have come down with myocarditis. Oh, you, you the guys, heart thing. Yeah, uh, blood clots. And bombers are saying, you know, they try to get the fluid out of the body that it's, uh, they're having difficulty getting the stuff out, and so they dig in and they pull out these long worm type growths inside their veins. Isn't that gross? And it's related to the shot. But it's, nobody's... What are they? No, nobody knows. Wait, are, they, are they live organisms? They think it has something to do with the mRNA and the graphene oxide nanoparticles. <laughs> oh. It's true. But young athletes are dropping dead. Healthy people just, boom, down. And the media's not reporting. So I'm just saying... What, what a surprise. Stuff that I've come across. So then it's not actually happening. It can't possibly be happening. So The media's not reporting well, it. I think what's really happening is that some people are, in fact, a good number of people have been affected by negatively by the shot. And so Fauci gets out there today and he's uh, it's Dr. His, Anthony Fauci. It's his last day. And we all know the vaccine really doesn't do anything. It doesn't prevent COVID. It doesn't prevent you from uh, what's it uh, transmitting. It basically weakens your immune system, according to most people I've heard from. And he knows this. So my message and my final message, maybe the final message I give you from this podium, (laughs) please, for your own safety, for that of your family, get your updated COVID-19 shot as soon as you're eligible to protect yourself, your family and your community. You don't think he has any money tied up in this particular uh, (laughs) vaccine, does he? No. No. Something's up with that. He doesn't have any money. He hasn't been invested in this whole process for two or three years now. No. No. Because why would he do that? Why would he risk the country's health just so he could make a a few million, billion billion dollars? Hmm. Here's a related story. You ready? Go ahead. Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker and the Department of Public Health Commissioner Margaret R. Cook are refusing to say who authorized the illegal installation of COVID-19, quote, mass notify spyware on the smartphones of potentially millions of individuals who lived in or traveled through the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Hold on. So if you've got an Android phone, there's spyware on your phone? It doesn't say Android. It just says... uh... That they can tap into it? Yeah, the revelation that Massachusetts authorities partnered with Google to install contact tracing spyware. Google. Oh, on Android devices. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You're right. Okay. So you knew that before you even read that. Um, You're so smart, Bill. It's, it's on there without the permission of the users. It came to light as a result of a class action lawsuit filed against the DPH November 14th, like one week ago, in district court. And why would they do that? Why would they install that that uh, little chip inside your phone? Excuse me? Well, Are you asking, why would the government spy on you? <laughs> the two, why would you ask such a silly question? The two <laughs> plaintiffs are suing the Massachusetts Department of Public Health along with Cook, who is the, you know, as I said, the public health commissioner, in a lawsuit that alleges numerous violations of New Englanders' constitutional rights as well as a violation of the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act wow. for sticking this... Uh, Stuff on your on your the the spyware app is called Mass Notify. Originally a voluntary program, but people weren't downloading it, so they just stuck it on your phone anyway. 
So you, they could find out where you are, who you've been in contact with, mm-hmm. and notify those people if they have the. T- it's an unbelievable Big Brother type thing, and it's disgusting. And I'm, I'm ashamed of Charlie Baker for letting it happen. You know, if you go on a trip, leave your phone at home, and if you buy anything, pay cash. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, no, but everybody wants to be cash-free now. You can't even... That's correct. You can't even get a hooker with cash. Mm-hmm. Believe me. They want vaccine passports. Well, you have to write a check and... Biden... <laughs> was the guy, mayor of Cincinnati who wrote a check and... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. Jerry. Got a hooker and wrote a check. <laughs> well, now, you know, it, it used to be that you'd go to a gas station, you'd slide the card through the slot. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you can't really do that with a hooker. You could ask her, but I don't think that's something $10 you, more. you could do. <laughs> then they have the thing, oh, you a chip? Oh, you're a chip person. Okay, just insert. The, no, wait. It's a about, $25 insertion how fee. How about those ones that just you wave it? You just wave the card at it, and it goes, Bip! you yep. know, you paid. That's what you should do. You don't want to touch them. If the nipple gets hard, payment accepted. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I interrupted you. You wanted to shit on Joe Biden. No, I just uh, I heard that he signed something today that uh, – He's, I guess he's in favor of vaccine passports. Ooh. Yeah. After he gave uh, billions more away today. To whom? Uh, Ukraine. I oh, think. wait. I got a Ukraine yeah. story. Did they send over? Hmm? $45 billion? Something like that. You want a Ukraine story? Or Go ahead. Hit the, billion. Either way. They're going to raid the Treasury to, to, before January. Hit the news sounder. News? Did yeah, you, you know say? why? What's that? I got some, I got some, I got some Ukraine-related. Uh, is that? Okay, ready? Now the news. You're pointing, you're pointing at me. What? What? Right, take it away. Oh, he, did, he didn't know what fake name you were going to use this time. Oh, I thought you were going to. I'm say Aaron that. Brockovich, and that's the news. Okay, couple things on this. I got a, a couple tweet visits here, but this Go is. A, see this picture here? I'll hold it up for the camera. Oh, look at that. That's uh, Adam Kinzinger. Someone, uh, a guy named Cat Turd, who's on Twitter. You think that's his name? Was that his real name? Yeah. No, it's probably, you know, John Turd. <laughs> and he just calls himself Cat. Uh, I'm just finding the details here. So Adam Kinzinger goes back and forth. What he had done is he, he Adam, Cat Turd put a picture up of, of a guy, a guy laying in, you know, urine here. And it happens to be the same color as the Ukraine flag. Now, I'm not. I want Ukraine to be a free country. I don't want Russia taking over. I'm, I think everyone's behind that concept. Yeah. But how? What's the limit on how much money we can send them? And where's it going? Is it is it corrupt over there? Do we know? Is there anybody watching the money? No, I don't think. So, Cat Turd writes this thing on uh, on Twitter, and Kinzinger comes at him and says, "You're you're literally evil. If I met you in person, it would not end well." Kensinger, a little bully that he is. He's a little short guy, isn't he? He's a little tough guy. He's always angry. He says it would not go. It would not end, end well for you. He's talking to cat turd. Yeah. Sicko trolls who have never done a thing in their life pretend to be patriots and laugh at real warriors. Okay. Here's some of the answers to that from the. Yeah, but the if you know cat turd, you know that's not true. Cat turd. <laughs> <laughs> so there's somebody answers. Uh, Adam, chill. You've been reading your own bio far too often. <laughs> you're not a, quote, real warrior, and you're talking to a dude who goes by cat turd. <laughs> <laughs> you're going back to your job as a tanker pilot. You're not dropping bombs over Tokyo. So that's one guy crapping on him. And then this, this other woman said, 
Uh, her name was uh, Lauren Chen. Lauren Chen. I'm trying to see. I, I, I didn't put my papers in very good order this time. And I, I said, the host of the show is. She says, she says, you're publicly <laughs> a, a threatening an account called Cat Turd for thinking that a meme is funny. Reevaluate your life choices, oh, Adam. See? That's pretty good. It cuts right to the uh, to the to the, the chase. But this is a good picture of him, you know, crying. Because he's got cried on TV, remember? Yeah. Mr. Tough Guy? Crying on TV? Those were real tears. <laughs> I have a new, uh, another news story. News? Yeah. Stand by, please. Oh, I got loaded. I'm backed up with news. I'm backed up like... I'm, back, <laughs> I'm backed up like Whoopi Goldberg after a Mil- Milwaukee cheese fest. Oh. oh, gross. Maryland's wealthiest school district has unveiled a new LGBTQ inclusive book list for elementary students that teaches words like intersex and drag queen to children as young as four. Oh, Why is that necessary? Isn't that nice? A PowerPoint presentation by Montgomery County Public Schools, hereby known as MCPS, shows a list of LGBTQ books, heretofore known as LGBTQ, that will be provided for pre-K through fifth grade classrooms this year. When did they start teaching sex ed? Wait till you hear what some of the books. uh, It's unbelievable. This and, is insane. And why is it? And why is it that group and, doing this? And here's what the here's what why they, is it anyone doing it? Yeah, true. Here's Six what the school months. board had to say about it. I'll quote this: All students deserve to see themselves in their school and classroom, including students who identify as LGBTQ plus and come from LGBTQ plus headed families and have family members that are part of the LGBTQ community. There are no planned explicit lessons related to gender and sexuality, but these books do mean that LGBTQ plus identities will be made visible. Include inclusive curricula support a student's ability to empathize, connect, and collaborate with a diverse group of peers and encourage respect for all. What a crock of bullshit that in a, is. In a sexual manner. That should have tagged age it. At age four. Yeah, should have tagged it. Some of the books include uh, pre-kindergarten, Right, pre-kindergarten, Pride Puppy, which teaches terms like intersex, drag king, drag queen, and Marsha P. Johnson, a late, the late famed drag performer. Yeah. It okay, also they, teaches you how to plunk down on the carpet and lick your own asshole. <laughs> they don't teach you about, you know, Warren G. Harding, who was president of the United States. No, Marsha P. Johnson, that famed drag performer, before. Kindergarten. You got to learn this shit now. Okay. Um, I don't think that's called indoctrination, is it? Pre- <laughs> Pre-K teachers have provided a resource guide about defining LGBTQ plus words uh, like cisgender, gender binary, transgender, pansexual, and queer. Okay. Well, how old? That's the problem with you uh, said that pre-kindergarten. I have. It's like it's just they're too young. Well, it does, it's not. It doesn't pertain to them. Yeah. Okay. Sexuality student, doesn't come into play until what? Middle school, really? Yeah. Like twelve, thirteen. Students in yeah. kindergarten, age five and six, are advised to read the 2021 book Uncle Bobby's Wedding, which is about a wedding between two men. Mm-hmm. Students in first grade are advised to read Intersection Allies: We Make Room for All, which includes LGBTQ plus topics on being nine binary, binary, and deciding. 
What pronouns fit you best? This is fifth. This is five, six years old. In second grade, age seven and eight, we recommended to read My Rainbow, a book about a black transgender child that teaches the words transgender and cisgender. Again, these are things you should take uh, later. Later. Yeah. If you if you want to, if you don't want to, your parents should be able to say, you know what, I don't think he needs or she needs this. If you said this stuff Give me a starts pamphlet. in middle school, mm. freshman year of high school, I'd be like, it's weird. It sounds like you're kind of wasting time learning about the wrong things, mm. and those are things that parents should be teaching kids, but I kind of get it at the same time. Yeah, me too. Five-year-olds, six-year-olds, right. seven-year-olds, sex doesn't come into play for years. Don't at teach all. them about I... any of that shit until they are ready to learn about it. Mm-hmm. And then you get to fifth grade, age 10, 11, you're advised to read Born Ready, which tells the story of a black transgender child. Okay, Transgender is a word that maybe you shouldn't even learn that word until you're 12 or 15 or whatever. I don't know. But they had some questions, you know, and they, uh, complaints from some students. One boy said, that's weird. He can't be a boy if he was born a girl. What body parts do they have? A, a simple question from a kid who is really getting to the crux of the issue. Uh, it's Proof just, yet again that kids are smarter than adults. Yeah. <laughs> now, they... they they can opt out of, of uh, reading the books, but, they, but they, they're giving them to the kids, and they're telling the kids to read them be, before the parents ever find out that, they're, that they've been told that. And it's just... It, it's See, that, you know sick? what that is? That's just plain disrespect for one thing. It's just, you know, and it's the wrong thing to do. It, it, where's the common sense? I, I don't, this is what I don't understand. Well, see, so this is the other thing that this is the wrong approach that the LGBTQ plus community is taking because they're, they're villainizing themselves in a lot of people's eyes that... Like, I look at him, sure, I'm an ally, I guess, whatever the hell that actually means. I support you, do whatever you want, suck and fuck whoever you want, I don't care. Jesus. Yep. But children, (laughs) you're bringing sexuality to the doorstep of children. No wonder people are going to be pissed off about it, and no wonder there's going to be pushback, Mm -hmm. and they're going to think worse of you than they already thought of you before. If you want acceptance, allow for acceptance. Don't force acceptance. Bingo. But you're you're not condoning bestiality. Oh, no, no, that's fair game. You sure? Yeah. yeah. Goats? Or sheep? Chickens? <laughs> Chickens? <laughs> All right. That's now, Jerry Callahan's active on Twitter. He's, you know, he's very good follow on Twitter. He yeah. really is because he pays attention and he's, you know. He's got nothing better to do. That's true, too. He and I are kind of in the same boat, aren't we? I love How come Gallo, he's never yeah. asked me to be on his podcast? How come he's never come on this podcast? I, I, it, wide he's open been door. Asked. What's going on with that? Because he's lazy. He doesn't want to leave his palace. He's got a picture of you in his wallet. He does not. He's got cigarette burns in the eyes. <laughs> I did that. Oh, you did? Yeah. I used to give out all my pictures with cigarette burns in the eyes. That's back when I smoked cigarettes. Uh, Jerry Callahan's text. Okay, so the... F- tweet. Tweet, I mean. Uh, so the NBC's Ben Collins, who's this new warrior for the whole, you know, gender s- topic. Yeah. Um, puts a, uh, a tweet out that says, an all-ages drag brunch that a child might go to meet a drag queen just to show them that they're human beings and people. They go there and they read Dr. Seuss. It's not some hypersexual event, but that's what it's viewed as on the far right. Well, when kids go to trans- these transgender events, they're doing these risque dances, mm-hmm. lewd, you know, presentations, and they're men dressed as women, and they're pulling out their junk. I mean, it's a sick... You go to these often? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just got back from one. 
Uh, so, so Callahan answers that tweet by saying, far-left activist posing as a journalist blames people who object to drag, drag queen story hour for the death of five in Colorado Springs. The message from NBC News, let these creeps pole dance for your five-year-old or people will die. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty good. Just shameless and disgusting. That's Callahan in, in his... Uh, you know, the one thing about Callahan, you got to say, is he's always been consistent in his opinions, and he's never bowed to the you know, the pressure of. He, uh, he doesn't sugarcoat. No, ever. Uh, I, I did a little nasty tweet. You know who Chris Hahn is? He's a, uh, a he calls himself the aggressive progressive, and he's on MSNBC a lot. Oh know. yeah, you know I, who he is. I know who you mean. So he he tweeted out uh, Richard Fierro. That's the guy that took down the murderer in Colorado Springs. Yep. Uh, he goes, Richard Fierro equals hero. Ashley Babbitt equals terrorist. Kyle Rittenhouse equals murderer. Carrie Lake equals loser. So you know what I did? I, I, I put Richard, uh, uh, Chris Hahn Chris equals jerk off. And That's... I sent it back to him. <laughs> because he's an asshole. Yeah. That was unnecessary. Did, you make he's an did that make you feel better? Yeah. Yeah. I actually felt, you know, it is only, I don't have that many. I'm losing Twitter followers in the political sense because, you know, people, I've probably lost 100 followers this month and probably 100 last month because I'm starting to just tell the truth. And if they don't like it, screw them. Every 100 that leave makes room for more people yeah, to come in. I don't, I don't, it's not, I got, what, 20 something thousand of people. But I, if I lose another thousand, I don't care. I really don't. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I mean, what's it? I don't monetize it, right? Well, except for that one time. That one time, yes. <laughs> uh, you know, I, it was a golden opportunity. Um, I saw a story, too, that, you know, Gavin Newsom, he's the uh, governor of California. Yeah. His wife, I guess, uh, got raped by what? Harvey Weinstein oh, uh, way back yeah. in the day. She was an, uh, an aspiring actress or something. Holy crap. But the weird thing is, here's Weinstein's now in jail. And she's testifying about him at, at all these court cases, and she says he had a fish-like penis. <laughs> oh, poor Harvey! I'm just trying to oh, picture man. it. It's a oh, fate fins and gills. gills. I call him Gill, and, and then she says, "Oh, not tonight. I have a haddie." Uh, but no, and occasionally she, turned her and go, "Give me that fillet of fish. <laughs> Give me you, that fish." Would you do it for a fin? Now, the thing is that uh, – that, but to, for her to have to say that in court – by the way, she's the wife of the governor of California. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He raped me, and when he pulled his pants down, he had this fish-like penis. I mean, what, what's this world coming to that you actually, actually testify about As that? gross as that sound, doesn't it make you want to see it even more? Yeah. <laughs> and just be like, what the hell is going on here? I kind of have to see this. Come on, Harvey. Whip it up. And maybe put a hook through its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> And string it up, then take a picture with it. Hey, look at that. Is that the pie hole? Look at this, look at this penis I caught. Full circle. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Call back. Uh, this is the 22nd of November. Yes. Uh, we have uh, famous birthdays. Well, first of all, today's a, a terrible uh, anniversary of the assassination of John F. Kennedy, mm. our 35th president. On November 22nd, 1963, in Dallas, Texas, Dealey Plaza. Allegedly, the school book depository where Har- where Lee Harvey Oswald was. Did you hear what Lee Harvey Oswald said to the said to Michael Jordan? Why no? Out the window, through the knoll, through the governor, nothing but neck. <laughs> so fucked up. Oh man. 
It is bad. But I'm a student of that whole thing, and I have my own theories on it. Someday we'll do a whole show on who who really did that. On the anniversary. It wasn't, the, the fatal shot was not done by Lee Harvey Oswald. He might have taken a shot. I don't know. Maybe he did take a shot. But there were three gunmen. It was a crossfire. I'm not going to get into it now because I don't want to ruin that future show. Where so I've read 1,500 books on the subject. Mm. I think you meant words. 1,500 Fif- words. No, 15 books. <laughs> oh, okay. That's more like it. 100, 100 <laughs> words each. You know, I'm, I'm wor- Are they pop-up books? I'm tell you something. I'm, I'm working on my very first book, and I'm telling you, it ain't easy. R- reading is hard. That's <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. But happy birthday to Jonathan. So dumb, yet we laughed. Uh, yeah, What's yeah. wrong with this? Jonathan Papelbon's birthday. I called, I, I texted him uh, because we follow each other on Twitter. I said, hey, You want to come on the podcast? He didn't answer me today. Mm. I, I know it was late notice. Was that who the mystery guest was going to be? Going to be Jonathan <gasps> Papelbon. But he didn't answer me. And he, you know, I, I figured, you know, I could give him a six pack and a little bit of weed. And a my grandma's coffee cake. And my grandma's cake. And he'd come on because he's a good guy. a story about how I used to have a piece of glass that was named Jonathan Papelbong. Oh, a marketing idea. Mm. It's our next sponsor. That and the Trumpy Bear. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Uh, So Pap is uh, 42 tomorrow. uh, tomorrow. Today's the 22nd. Tomorrow he turns 42. Mm, You know who turns 82 tomorrow? Exactly 40 years older than Jonathan Papelbong to the day? Don't know. Louis Tiant. Louis Louis, 82 year old man. He's old, viejo. Wow. Mucho viejo. He's aging well, man. He doesn't look 82. He's a beautiful guy. Yeah. One of my favorite people of all time. You know who turns 72 tomorrow? My older brother, Chris. Chris Adams. Good guy. The, not the troublemaker. No, that's me. Yeah. No, Chris is one of the good ones. That's There's right. three good ones and one villain. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, sadly, and him, and and my my cousin's best friend Jeff Dahl, Manchester, Connecticut. I hope he listens to this. Uh, is turning eighty tomorrow. He's born in 1942, Jeff. November 23rd, and he's going to be 80 years old. One of the great people from one of the great families in Manchester, Connecticut. And if he's listening, happy birthday, Jeffrey. There, I've done all my things here. That was good. I forgot about Miley Cyrus. Is it her birthday? Tomorrow, yeah. It's my third. Banger. Now, um, <laughs> you didn't know that, did you guys? Well, you know, you learn something new every time you listen to the Planet Mikey podcast. <laughs> Unfortunately for all of us. Now, Ooh, there's some other good birthdays on November oh, 23rd. Oh, Franklin Pierce, the 14th president, and buried in Concord, New Hampshire, by the way. I've been to his grave. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Billy the Kid. Dead. Also born on November 23rd. Boris Karloff. Oh. He's dead also. And my favorite he Mark's brother. He is also dead. Harpo. Harpo. I don't have anything to say about Harpo because he didn't talk much, but I can go, me, me. But he was great. Oh, what? You forgot Brooke Jacoby. Yeah, who gives a shit? Oh. All right, so now, did I, did I leave off any topics? No, you're I like, If I'm going to do this podcast, I'd like to do all the topics. You know? <laughs> well, you did. <laughs> you left no yeah. stone unturned. It's topical. <laughs> Um, happy Thanksgiving. I want to just tell you both that I'm thankful for both of you for uh, uh, many different reasons. Smitty with it for his dedicated work to the production techniques of this uh, production. And Ben Kitchen for fucking up the Tatiana appearance thing. Never, yep, never. Because, you know, I would have definitely fallen into some kind of lustful affair with her. And I could have gotten in all trouble, ruined my marriage. Tatiana, you're welcome. 
She graduated to becoming a. Um, uh, she plays uh, Sylvester Stallone's daughter in. Uh, I forgot Toledo or something. Whatever that show uh, is. Yeah, it's, yeah, that it's new Tulsa show. or it's something. It's a series, but Tulsa. Yeah, but she's uh, she's there. She, yeah, she's good. She looks good. Yeah. She's awesome. Well, you know, they replaced her. I see on the commercial they get a blonde version of Tatiana now. Yeah, she does a good job. You don't, you don't good. like blondes? Oh, she's cute, but she. I mean, uh, I she's, married two blondes. Are you kidding me? She's not Tatiana. <laughs> You're right. Two blondes doesn't make a right. And I dated a few. <laughs> In my day, <laughs> in my prime, <laughs> I think you know what I'm talking about. All right, we got to get out of here. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, and Thank all of you. Yours. Happy Thanksgiving Thanks, to you, Mike. Mike. Oh, and let's let's do let's bring in Joe and Jerry oh. for a little Elvis Presley situation. What do you say? Huh? Play, please, press, press the goddamn button. What'd you say, Joe? Return to sender. I gave a letter to the postman. He put it in his sack. Well, bright and early the next morning, guess what? He brought my letter back. She wrote upon it. Return to sender, Joe. Address unknown. No such number, Joe. Castiglione. We had a quarrel, Troop. It was a lover's spat. I write I'm sorry, but that girl just keeps getting fat. So when I dropped it in the mailbox and sent a special D, right in early next morning, it came right back to me at Shaw's. Return to sender. Address unknown. No such person. Bite my bone. This time, I'm going to take it myself and put it right in her hand. Can you believe it? And if it comes back the very next day, well, then I'll understand. Return to sender, Joe. Address unknown. No such number. Joe, 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 Castiglione. Return to sender. Return to sender. Return to sender. Ah, I'm tired. Go to sleep.